0: Can I make a suggestion? I move that every newspaper in America quits doing any fact-checks on Joe Biden until they fact-check Donald Trump every morning on the front page. It is ridiculous that the New York Times fact-checked Joe Biden on something.
1: Ah, yes. Claire McCaskill, a former U.S. senator, on Morning Joke MSDNC, how dare the New York Times fact-check the president of the United States don't they know they should be attacking Donald Trump well they do know that Claire Claire my girl and if you pick up any edition of their their corrupt rag you'll see that they are fully aware of that and they are compliant with party rules which is perform acts of journalistic gratification on every senile Democrat, and attack Republicans with phony, trumped-up issues. That's the role of our media. Mental illness is the biggest problem in America. And the Democrat Party really rules the roost on that one, don't they? South America first. United States of America last. Your Democrat Party. What a time it is. What a time it is. I... um, I still want. I've got. Uh, I, I want to be Secretary of State for a day, because my peace in the Middle East plan is that Hamas surrenders unconditionally and releases all hostages today. And if not, then daisy cutters rain down on the Gaza until even you idiots don't recognize it. How about that? Unconditional surrender of the terrorist army the radical islamic jihadi terrorist army known as hamas and release all the hostages that's my peace plan otherwise you'll have no grounds for complaining you know we offered japan the opportunity to surrender unconditionally in august of 1945 they rejected our generous offer and then harry truman dropped an atomic bomb on uh, hiroshima and then 3 days later they still hadn't surrendered uh, surrendered unconditionally and and then an atomic bomb on Nagasaki on, on August 9th. And then, you know what happened? It still took them days. Then they surrendered unconditionally. And, 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 uh, and look at them now. The Japanese are such nice people. So nice. And I love that Japanese food. That sushi, miso soup, I love that stuff. Mmm, good. Never mind the fact they crashed a kamikaze into my father's aircraft carrier at Okinawa, but uh, pay no attention to that. And that's the, uh, that's the peace deal with Hamas. You surrender unconditionally today and release all hostages and turn over your leadership. Hang on, I left out a key part, and you got to turn over all your leadership because they go on trial. Oh, you don't agree? You don't agree to that? Meet my friend the daisy cutter. Daisy cutters are big 20,000-pound bombs that have to be pushed out of transport planes on sleds because they're too big to be dropped out of bomb bay doors on normal bombers, So uh, Daisy Cutters uh, ought to, hey, a little wake-up call for the Gaza. And, oh no, there are 29,000 people dead in the Gaza. I guess you shouldn't have butchered all those women and kidnapped people and raped and tortured them to death. Maybe you shouldn't have done that, just saying. It's kind of like Pearl Harbor, a little like Pearl Harbor, but different. Uh, Radical Islamic jihadi version of Pearl Harbor, I think. So I got that. And then uh, the uh, piece in... Ukraine with Russia. Well, maybe somebody should mention some kind of a a peace negotiation, peace talks. But, you know, the Democrats, they're they're not interested in any negotiation. There are no peace talks going on at the so-called United Nations or at NATO or, you know, or in Brussels or any place. There are no, nobody's even talking about talking about peace. It's just war all the way from here until When? Well, till who knows? You know, here's the uh, the crazy thing. I was thinking about this yesterday when I was driving my automobile, driving my car, and I was thinking about this. Uh, Ukraine is never going to beat Russia. What are they going to do? Conquer Russia? Are they going to kill every Russian soldier until there are no Russian soldiers left? Destroy all their hardware? Is this our plan? Because there is no military strategy in place. There is no end game. What is the end game? Is it Russia is defeated and falls into the hands of Ukraine? That Ukrainian tanks roll into Moscow? And Vladimir Putin is taken out in cuffs and hanged in front of St. Basil's Cathedral? Do you think Basil or Basil? I, I like Basil. You know, with the onion domes at Red Square and all that stuff. Is that is that the goal? What is the what is the goal? What is the end game here? You know, Russia in theory could hasn't worked out for them so far. Roll into Ukraine and get into Kiev, which is still pronounced Kiev, and uh, you know they could topple the government there of Volodymyr Zelensky and uh, take over Ukraine. So that's one possible outcome. What what is the other possible outcome? That the Ukrainian military conquers the largest nation on the planet Earth, Russia, takes it over. Ukrainian tanks in Red Square in Moscow, they take over the Kremlin. Is that is that the uh, goal here? Because I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. I'm not George Patton, but I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. So the truth is, the only way out of this is peace talks. Now, who's in charge of the peace talks? I'm I'm searching myself. I'm, I'm patting myself down. Anybody got peace talks handy? Hey, where's our Secretary of uh, State? We have a chief diplomat, don't we? Antony Blinken. He should be working at a hot dog stand. He has the most unimpressive Secretary of State I think I've ever seen in my lifetime. And we could really use a very effective diplomat now. But we don't have one. Get Hillary Clinton in. She'd bomb Moscow. She'd start by. That was her uh, uh, diplomatic approach. We came. We saw he died. Eight months of bombing Libya when Barack Obama told us it would be days, not weeks. And then the news media swept that under the rug because our news media is the most corrupt institution in America. Amazing stuff. Yes, sir. Mm-mm. Your Democrat Party. Oh, I've got uh, I've got more. There's there's uh, let's go to Riley Gaines because I love this Riley Gaines story. Um, there are so many amazing stories going on right now, um, and then the Arizona prosecutor who refuses to extradite a murderer back to New York because she's convinced that the Democrats would just let the murderer go. So in Arizona, they're going to keep the murderer there and put the murderer on trial. Goes around stabbing women he's wanted in several states for violent crimes. Is he an illegal alien? Hard to say. We'll uh, we'll get into that. But it's an amazing story. Let's go to Riley Gaines because Riley Gaines, the the, uh, great feminist leader, much greater feminist leader than than Hillary Clinton or Michelle Obama or uh, what other idiot Democrat women do we have uh, going around – you know, living off of other people's fat of the land. Just amazing stuff. Former NCAA swimmer Riley Gaines' assault investigation suspended by San Francisco State University police. Wait a minute, what is this? The New York Post has the story. An investigation into former NCAA champion swimmer Riley Gaines' allegations, allegations, there's video of it all over the place, that she was held hostage for ransom and assaulted at an event last year on the campus of San Francisco State University has been suspended by the university's police department. Well, are the city, San Francisco city police looking? No, they're not. They decided just to let the campus police look into it. And they waited. They slow-rolled us. They waited for a long period of time. And then they said, oh, yeah, by the way, we dropped that whole, because radical left-wing violent mobs came in who are all transgender mental cases. Gaines said she was physically attacked by activists, they're rioters, who forced her to barricade herself inside a classroom for hours after they stormed the event where she was speaking about her experiences competing as a woman against a controversial transgender swimmer, Leah Thomas, in college. She uh, uh, later recounted the April 6, 2023 incident before Congress. Riley Gaines told Fox News Digital on Wednesday, that's yesterday, that she followed up all these months later with the San Francisco State University Police last month, but was disappointed to learn that they were no longer probing the alleged attack. Now, we have audio of the alleged attack to share with you where the violent mob of mentally ill transgender-loving Democrats were attacking her because she wants women to compete against women and men to compete against men. Democrats think men are women, and they think women are men. They don't know about biology and science and genitalia and, for that matter, genes and chromosomes Because any cell scraped off of your body would determine your gender, your sex. And they're not different things. Occasionally, semantically, but rarely. And Democrats say, well, gender is not the same as sex. That's because you're mentally ill. That's the thing. Can you please let me know if you have completed your investigation? She wrote in an email reviewed by the outlet. I wondered if you can share with me any conclusions you have reached regarding now how about the arrests and the trials and the convictions for the violence perpetrated by these left-wing mental cases a little bit of what it sounded like at San Francisco State University when Riley Gaines was there to to talk to the students there about being a woman competing against women instead of men
2: I'm, good, I'm coming.
1: They're being violently attacked. they had to take refuge, they had to barricade themselves. This went on for hours. and they're screaming, trans rights are human rights. And they're cursing, of course. And there aren't enough normal people in San Francisco to beat the hell out of this mob of violent mental cases. Trans women are women. Well, they have penises and testicles and hairy chests, um, which I guess in Democrat circles makes you a woman. That might explain a lot about these people. So she asked if uh, they could explain. Hey, where, you know, where's your investigation? Anything? Uh, Riley Gaines at the time of the violent attack last year.
0: Nothing has happened to the people who assaulted me. The campus police did nothing. The student or the dean of students was there and did nothing. There will be no repercussions unless I have something to do with it. Um, I will be pursuing legal action. These people need to face repercussions. Um, and I was barricaded because after my speech, um, an ambush of people entered into the classroom, turned off the lights. They attacked me. Um, I got escorted out of the room and immediately pushed into that room that we saw on the video. And I was trapped in there for three hours
1: that is kidnapping, that is a violent assault, that is a criminal action, that is mob violence, that is something the Democrat Party has normalized in the United States of America, and accepted in every instance except one instance. And I think we know what that instance is. Just amazing. Amazing stuff. Um, And so... What they did at San Francisco State University, where I think they have a transgender police force uh, of radical left-wing extremists who are probably non-English-speaking illegal aliens because that's the left, today, uh, they're not normal. They're not, they're not sane. They're, uh, they're a problem. They're a cultural problem. They really are. Um, and uh, they gave us the slow roll, and they gave Riley Gaines the slow roll. And she finally got back to them months and months later, and they said, "Oh yeah, that we dropped that. We're not even looking into that anymore. That's that's no problem. And there will be no consequences. Just like there were no consequences for three days of riots attacking the White House when Donald Trump was inside, right?" And I, I tell you, I've got I've got another one coming up here from the Democrat Party. A Jewish woman, Israeli woman, invited to to speak at a feminists. What do you, you know, uh, whatever, convention. They have these things where they go and they talk to each other. And uh, this wonderful woman, who is a bicycling champion and a veteran of the Israeli Defense Force, had been invited to uh, offer a presentation, and then she was uninvited. You'll never guess why. That's coming up. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com.
2: Wyndham hotels and resorts makes travel possible for all whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers or a place to make summer memories with the whole family no matter who you are where you're going or why with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta days in and super eight your Wyndham is waiting get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. hotels.com restriction supply visit website for more details.
1: Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, Riley Gaines says the San Francisco, the campus police, they said, hey, we asked you for more information. She says, come on, I told you what happened over and over and over and over and over again, she said. And they just said, we're dropping it. That's no big deal. Leftists can attack you all they want because. Now, here's another story. Female cyclists uninvited to Women's Day event due to previous Israeli military service. Female cyclist invited to Women's Day event uh, has been dropped from their program. She's a famed female cyclist. And her invitation to speak at an international women's event rescinded due to her service in the Israeli military. Isn't that amazing? Leah Goldstein was invited to the March 8th event uh, back in August by Inspire. It's called Inspire. But was told last, last month she would no longer be welcome, according to the Times of Israel. Goldstein served in the Israeli military over 30 years ago, but uh, they uninvited her. And here is Leah Goldstein this morning. I was in shock. I mean, my presentation has nothing to do with politics. I mean, I've been speaking for 11 years. And not one time has anyone ever come up to me saying, you know what, there was something you said that offended me. Not to me, not to the bureau that I work for, not anonymously. And here I am just being removed simply because I served in the IDF, by the way, over 30 years
2: ago. Um, So it was, yeah, quite shocking to say the least.
1: Make genocidal anti-Semitism cool again. Just like the old days with the Socialist Workers' Party of Adolf Hitler, now the Socialist Party, that is the anti-democratic party in the United States, they've made Jew hatred mainstream. They've taken it mainstream. Leah Goldstein, who has been uninvited to the Inspire event because, you know, uh, and they didn't even tell her it's because she served in the IDF 30 years ago, but she is a Jew, as a Jewish woman, by the way, let me just add that I wouldn't feel offended listening to a Palestinian woman talk about her life experiences and stuff that she had gone through. You know, so why am I excluded from this? But it, it is simply because I'm Jewish. IDF is just an excuse. IDF is just an excuse. Oh, but that you, you served in the IDF so we can't have you because the terrorists are losing their war against civilization. And the left is the opposite of civilization. Hamas, you know, I got I, to... Here's a, a crazy thing. Uh, I was um, doing some research. The uh, massacre of Israeli athletes at the 1972 Munich Olympics was by a, a Palestinian group called Black September. And they attacked the Olympic village. They held hostages. They murdered every Israeli athlete that they could murder. Um... And there's, there's something about that episode that has kind of been allowed to, to be forgotten. I want to hit refresh on that in a moment.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com/system all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com/system.
1: All right. So I was just talking about the uh, there was a a Palestinian terrorist group, as you might imagine in the 1970s. And uh, they attacked the Munich Olympics in 1972. Uh, it was called Black September. That's a, they, they like uh, colorful names like that. Black September. And Black September attacked the Olympic village in Munich. They took Israelis hostage. They murdered members of the Israeli uh, Olympic team. And... But when they took hostages, they demanded the release of 234 Palestinians being held in, in Israeli prisons, 234 Palestinian prisoners being held in, for committing crimes against humanity in, in Israel. And the Black September group demanded they had the list, these 234, and they demanded the release of the leaders of the Red Army Faction in Germany. Andreas Bader and Ulrich Meinhoff. It was known as the Bader Meinhoff Gang, and they're communists in Germany that had murdered industrialists and judges and police officers and blown things up and and robbed banks, uh, like the left in the United States in the 1960s and early 70s. Friends of Barack Obama, you know, uh, literally, but uh, you know, killed cops, robbed armored cars to fund the revolution. But the Black September Palestinian terrorist group that murdered all the Israeli athletes at the Munich Olympics in 1972 also demanded the release of the Red Army faction leaders in Germany, which kind of goes to what we're watching right now in the United States of America with the left, and I've been talking about this. It's so peculiar that lefties are saddling up with Hamas a Palestinian terror group, right? From the river to the sea. From the river to the sea. Free. In New York at Harvard University, the presidents of of Harvard and other Ivy League institutions, University of Pennsylvania, they all smirk smugly. They uh, disinvite a bicycle riding woman from a a feminist conference because she's a Jew and an Israeli, and she served in the Israeli military 30 years ago, and she was scheduled to speak, and they dropped her because Jew, no Jew, this is the left. Now, keeping in mind that Adolf Hitler's party was called the Socialist Workers' Party of Germany, but never mind that, and that Black September demanded the release of 234 convicted terrorists from Israeli prisons, and the leaders of the German Red Army faction, terrorists, left-wing, radical extremists, pro-Soviet, pro-Communist terrorists, Andreas Bader and Ulrich Meinhof, demanded their release from German prisons. They weren't being held in Israel, of course. They were being held in West German prisons. See? That's, uh, and so this, it's, it's the Red-Green Coalition, the communists' and the Green of Islam terrorist organizations. Um, pretty amazing stuff. That This goes back, that's a half century ago now, slightly more than a half century ago, the 1972 Munich Olympics and Black September. And the Palestinians haven't changed much, have they? They're pretty much in the same place. Still genocidal anti-Semites, violent lunatics, and the coalition between the left in the West. The Red Green Coalition is still alive and well, and it's the Democrat Party today. The Democrat Party today is the Bader Meinhof Gang, the communist terrorist group in Germany in the 1960s and 1970s. Peculiar, isn't it? Ain't that peculiar? From the What? They try to mimic. Need a louder. I think Daisy Cutter. It's time for a Daisy Cutter. That was George Washington University. That could be the, the Harvard faculty lounge, though, because there's a lot of crazy out there. And its name is the Democrat Party. uh uh, uh. I also have an update for you on the uh the flag. In front of the Labor Department. Um, I'm told it's actually, I'm told it's the Pan African flag, not necessarily the Palestinian flag, but the Pan African flag, one giant red band, one black band, and one green band. Now, what that is doing flying in front of the Department of Labor in Washington, D.C., still remains unexplained. Isn't that amazing? Mm, 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 mm. Yes, sir. And the Pan-African flag, uh, Marcus Garvey, a great African-American, designed it, I think more than a century ago, and it was all about the Back to Africa movement, where Africans in America, people of African descent, would move back to Africa to get away from this terrible United States America, which reminds me of another story, and that is that 80% of black Africa does not have electricity. You know, we did that story. What does he call himself? Mr. Beast, who does YouTube videos. 25-year-old American went to five countries in Africa, drilled wells to get fresh water from, from the water table, giving clean fresh water for the first time to a half million people in five different African countries. And he did it for the sake of making a, a YouTube video that was 10 minutes long, right? And, and just for that 25-year-old American, white guy, went to Africa, gave fresh water, clean water to a half million Africans. And, um, you know, where's the United Nations? Where's, where are all these uh, international, non-governmental organizations? 25-year-old American from North Carolina goes to Africa, brings clean, fresh water for the first time to a half million people. And I went to Africa Check this morning because I heard an African leader about two weeks ago saying, half of Africa doesn't have electricity. I was like, wow, I think electricity is good. And it turns out from Africa check, is 80% of Africa's population without electricity? Uh, so, you know, I was triggered here by the, the Back to Africa movement of uh, Marcus Garvey. Yeah, sure, you can go back to Africa. The, uh, it turns out that, uh, you know, you won't have fresh water or electricity probably, but that in Africa... The, uh, about 45% of the continent has electricity. But that's because most of it is in North Africa and the Arab countries, not sub-Saharan Africa. In sub-Saharan Africa, 35% of people have electricity. And a great many don't have clean, fresh water either. Yeah, America is a terrible place, isn't it? It should be much better if, 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 if. I got to tell you. Uh, All right, let's take a phone call, uh, Michael. Let's go to Johnny, calling from Joliet, Illinois. Got a big prison there, Johnny. You're on the Chris Plant Show.
2: Hey, Chris, how are you?
1: I'm great, Johnny. Thanks for hanging in there.
2: Yep, love your show. Thank you. What do you say? Yeah, I could, I could go on, I could go on for hours about what they're doing to us, the powers that be. are doing to us normal americans on an everyday basis who are trying to take care of our families and pay to pay to survive uh you know our pay raises we get a pay raise and they raise the price of everything three times that and it happens over and over again but my question is this what is going to get us to the point where People do something about it. Thank God for your show and all the other shows like yours that are popping up that are talking the real truth. Um, it makes me sick hearing these liberals and wokists and leftists and all these people what they're the, the lies that they spew on TV every day. It's ridiculous. I talk to all kinds of people: my friends, my neighbors, my coworkers, people at the grocery store, the gas station sporting events, 99 out of 100 share my views. Yep. But we do not have time to do anything about it. They just keep getting away with it. It's like like every day you leave for work, you know somebody's going to come and rape your wife. But you just get up and put your boots on and go to work because you're trying to support your family. And if you miss work, they've got us so strapped that we can't do anything but work and take care of our families. So the majority of Americans, and I know that 100% that we are the majority, think that the the, policies and the things that they're doing to our country are absolutely heinous and ridiculous but we have to go to work every day knowing that they're going to be raping our country again and there's nothing we can do about it what is it going to take for normal people to rise up and do something about what's going on because they are way ahead of us politically they have moves calculated out way further than the republicans do and we're all relying on donald trump getting in office everybody i know wishes he was back in there and biden and, and the obamas and whoever's pulling the strings were out but if trump doesn't get back in office then what's going to happen if they're able to if they're able to pull off some stupid indictments against him that are completely ridiculous when the president does things way worse um if they're able to pull off some indictments against him or they're able to rob our election from us again then what are we going to do
1: well these are important questions that are on the minds of a great many americans johnny and uh, I'm, I'm glad you did hang in there i know you're hanging in there for quite a while and i appreciate that um...
2: Yeah, you know, I I was I was with you for over uh, I don't know, it's been an hour and 20 minutes or something now just to just to get my voice heard. Us mm-hmm. normal people don't have time to to do anything. Yeah. We don't have nobody has time to do this. Nobody has time to sit around and and uh and wait for somebody to hear what they have to say, you know?
1: Yeah. I got you and I know what you're talking about. You get you know, you got a pay increase. That's great. But real inflation under Joe Biden is actually 17%. And they lie to us and they tell us, oh, it's 3.2% inflation. And wages are outpacing inflation. And we get lied to again and again. Our media is the most corrupted institution. And
2: all, the, and all the people that are out here know that it's a big lie because we feel it. We know what's going on. People aren't stupid. People are finally coming around to realize what the heck is going on. And I mean, all walks of people are, are starting to figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, you know, my wife's a nurse. I work at a, pl- a chemical plant. We, we make decent money, but you try and raise a family of eight with the prices that we're paying for everything. Yeah. We go to work 12 hours a day and make all kinds of money and we still cannot make it. We're struggling. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, my dad worked. We had a family of six. My dad worked. My mom stayed at home. We had money for motorcycles and stock cars and going on vacations and everything just off of my dad's salary. Yeah. Nowadays, both parents are out at work all the time, don't get to spend time with their kids, don't get to go over their schoolwork in the evening, and we still can't make it. And they're, and they're giving billions and billions of dollars away to take care of illegals that shouldn't be here in the first place. And, and wars in Ukraine, and it's all because their pockets are being lined. And I tell you what, they're a step ahead. If Trump doesn't get back in office, I mean, these people will do whatever it takes for them to stay in power and stay in money and screw the rest of us.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the big lie, the big lie is, uh, is the every, it's our everyday diet. You know, I, Johnny, I, I, I cite the Soviet author Elena Gorakova who uh, wrote in a book about the Soviet Union, she said, the rules are simple. They lie to us. We know they're lying. They know we know they're lying, but they keep lying to us. And that's where we are. We're becoming the Soviet Union right before our very eyes Uh, because I keep saying it, Johnny. They're not liberals. They're the left. This is the real left. This is the Bader, Bader Meinhof gang. This is the, you know, rob the armored car and rob the bank to fund the revolution. And, and. You got uh, uh, Barack Obama mentored by a communist as a teenager, who put John Brennan, uh, who voted communist, uh, in as CIA director. Uh, this is this is not your Democrat Party. Uh, this is the left, and they are the you know the Davos International Left. It's morphed over time. You know they fly around on private jets and tell you not to drive a four-cylinder car, but to stay home. And Johnny, I feel everything you're saying. I get you completely, and and you're absolutely right. Two parents and you know, what happened to the family when both parents are working twelve hours a day just to keep the lights on? It's um yeah, these are very difficult times we're in, Johnny, in the United States of America. And we need we need Ronald Reagan. Huh? You now you have six yeah, kids, I'm... you have six kids yourself also?
2: Yes. We have six kids, and actually, we did have my wife's other daughter and, and our other grandbaby living here. We did have ten up until recently. Wow! So, you know, so because they're not able to get out on their own and make a nice life for themselves because of the way things are, either. So it's you know, but I tell you what, I am I'm so fed up with what's happening, and so fed up with the fact that I have to keep going like this because everything keeps going up that I'm ready. You know, they call that they call what happened January sixth an insurrection, which we all know is completely ridiculous. If anything it was a protest gone wrong. Yeah. And that was and that was all brought on by people that they had planted there. But uh I, I digress. Um you know they, they want to call that an insurrection uh I'm ready. I'm ready to leave my family to fend for themselves and join whatever I have to join. I'm ready at this point to show them what a real insurrection is, if that's what it takes, because if they steal another one from us or they find a way to use our justice system as a weapon against anybody who tries to take them down, I'm ready to do what it takes. And I don't know how many other people out there are feeling the way I feel, but... Something's got to give.
1: Johnny, I got to tell you, you're a very, very powerful uh, caller. Johnny from, uh, from Joliet and I, you know, God bless you and, and your family. And uh, I know that millions of people know exactly what you're talking about. We, uh, we need a Ronald Reagan. We need Donald Trump back in the White House. We need Republicans that will stand up for it. When we talk about make America great again, You know, Johnny's talking about how his father was able to take care of the family and have uh, motorcycles and stock cars and vacations with one breadwinner. Something has changed, and not for the better. The family is under assault. Common sense is under assault. The truth is under assault. And our government is a problem of epic proportions Johnny, God bless you. I, um, I'm very happy that, uh, that I came to you, and, and you, got to, you got to say your piece. Bless your whole family. Did I hear you correctly say that perhaps he was influenced by Gurgle? Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... Getting a lot of response to Johnny. There's another story today I haven't even touched on. The cell phone outage hits AT&T customers nationwide. Verizon and T-Mobile users also affected. Now, uh, my friend Randy, who runs the Chris Plant store, which you should visit, uh, says he is one of them, uh, Washington, D.C., and his whole family says he can only text on Wi-Fi at home. His cell phones are useless. And, uh, you know, the AT&T, they build the network. T-Mobile and Verizon use the network. So it's the network that is under attack, or I shouldn't say under attack, that is failing. But if it is under attack, if this is a probing effort, uh, pay attention because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. That's a for sure.